Hello and welcome back to another edition of Music Minutes from Music Play. I'm Carrie Lynn. And I'm Karis, and we're here today with Cody Kryle, who's our special guest here at Music Play. Hey. She's taking a break from her studies and teaching to chat with us about music therapy. Hi, Cody. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, real good. Great. Yeah. Uh, before we start, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I can tell you a little bit about myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll try to keep it short, because who doesn't love talking about themselves? <laughs> Uh, so I am, I was, I should say, a teacher for 10 years, and I'm now taking my master's in counseling psychology, and uh, very passionate about music. I have been teaching private uh, guitar, voice, and drum lessons for 14 years, believe it or not. That's crazy. Let's not make calculations about my age. No. <laughs> uh, so music is a huge part of my life, big passion. I play in a band, and play a lot of plays, also play solo, I'm a songwriter, all that. I played in a band with... Karis's brother, John. Whoa. Well, we're all fact, Fun fact. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, music's a big part of my life. And the, the eventual goal is to be a music therapist. Um, so I've got two years left in my master's degree, and then I'll be specializing in that. Wow. That's awesome. That's wow. super cool. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. Especially because yeah. you're moving from kid environment into, like, the psychology environment, too, right? So For you have, sure. like, all of that experience that you can draw on. Yes. So, I love kids. And yeah. a lot of people are scared of kids, but, right? like Yeah, because they, like, don't understand them. They don't understand them. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, why is this thing hugging me? But I'm, yeah. I'm all for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I also did – I was a music teacher, I should say, too. I taught music uh, in my teaching career. Both right. homeroom music and then specializing just as a music teacher and then also teaching band and all those things as well. Okay. Right. Uh, I actually um, am friends with someone whose daughter was in one of your music classes mm. and loved you. <laughs> and then the next year she didn't get you as her teacher and she was very jealous oh. of all the other kids. <laughs> yes. I bet she went into grade four and then they didn't. Yeah. Something I like remember that, that yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. upset. Cool kids. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> anyway. It's a small world. Uh, yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, our first question for you is if uh, if you can give us just kind of a breakdown of what is music therapy? Yeah. So music therapy is essentially using um, music to, to improve a client's like well-being or quality of life through the clinical treatment of music. So there's kind of two different streams for that. Um, there's active music therapy. That's where we're getting people to actively in- engage with the music. They're playing their instruments, they're singing, they're dancing, right? Ooh, there's awesome. a, yeah. an active yeah. com- component. And then there's receptive music therapy where you're getting clients to listen to music and okay. really um, not just listen, but also be really aware of any body sensations that's happening while they're listening, being aware of what's emotionally happening while they listen. And then having a, a discussion of, of that after. So you essentially break down the song and, and you're discussing with them, like what parts hit them, that sort of thing. Uh, listening doesn't necessarily, receptive therapy doesn't necessarily need lyrics. Um, you know, okay. for centuries and, and beyond, you know, we've been using music to evoke emotion that doesn't need lyrics. So receptive right. therapy doesn't necessarily need lyrics, although sometimes the lyrics themselves are an avenue to some, some healing or, yeah, some new doors. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. I did not know that there were two different, like, yeah. paths that you could take. That's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. Cool. And yeah. any music therapist probably uses a combination of both. So sure. with any client, you're going to be trying a combination. But, you know, you might get a client who's not musical. And so you have to really go a different route with them if they're mm-hmm. really afraid to engage with the instruments. Sometimes there's some fear there. 
a lot of vulnerability, especially in singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's true. <laughs> yes. Oh. Also, yeah. Small World, I teach Kara's voice. Also that, yes. So, uh, <laughs> so she's my personal music therapist <laughs> as I work through all of the anxiety and trauma that goes along with singing. Yes. It's great. Yeah. 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 It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. Hmm. So um, our second question is, um, what are the benefits of music therapy for kids and adults? Okay. Uh, yeah, music therapy has, it, it's evidence-based. So, you know, we're not just throwing this out there. there this, is, this is research, evidence-based, empirical evidence um, for quality like, of life improvement, uh, often assessed by self-reporting. We can also monitor change in kids and adults over time, adults over time. So... What I love about music therapy is that it's evidence-based, so we can actually measure it. Right? Yeah, that's really that cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, we're not just yeah. like, a lot of psychology gets uh, a bad rap because it's not measurable. No, right. Okay, you're just talking. Throw this thing yeah. against the wall. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so there's actually been a lot of research done on this, and that, that gives us some great, you know, a great base to work from. Um, so some big things, uh, I mean, if you think about a, a person holistically, mm-hmm. right, kind of your physical wellness, your emotional wellness spiritual wellness, and then social wellness, right? Out in the world. Um, So music therapy actually addresses all of those areas. So some benefits for kids and adults in physical would be, especially for children, the refinement of uh, fine motor skills, right? Definitely, yeah. Playing and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holding chords. Holding chords, (laughs) recorder, um, right? The the, using the fingers, the dexterity. Um, But also just refinement of fine motor skills, that's cool. Skills. <laughs> yeah. Cut the uh, refinement of fine motor skills for them to uh, just just move to a rhythm. And we actually oh, developmentally oh, see yeah. this at a very young age. When you see a toddler dancing, you see their little diaper bum. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're yeah. little diaper bum and they're bouncing so to music. Cute. Yeah. There's there's developments happening physically already and music is evoking that. It's evoking wow. the, uh, the development physically for them to move to that rhythm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the refinement of fine motor skills, uh, it's been proven to reduce stress and anxiety, right? I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> relaxation, um, physical re- rehabilitation. Uh, you're a composer, so maybe you've heard about this, but mm-hmm. they're actually doing some studies where they'll play like a, a C note on the cello and they'll pay attention to what organs respond. That's right. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So Super cool. That's crazy. Yeah. The, the, every pitch has its own vibration and every yeah. organ is responding differently to these different pitches. Mm-hmm. And so they're actually even doing physical treatment on, on like as physiotherapists, right? By using music to loosen the muscles or loosen those organs as they work on them. That's crazy. It's that cool. Yeah. So cool. it's pretty far reaching. So physically, yeah. music, we know music has a huge physical effect on us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get shivers when we hear it. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot going on. Cry a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like cry. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, bringing that into the the emotional side of things, you said mm-hmm. it you might make you cry. Yeah. Right. Music. And like I alluded to it before, but we've been using it to evoke emotional responses for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Marketers figured this out. They made jingles. Right. <laughs> yep. So that it would Darn get stuck it. in your head. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's kind of two two different ways we listen to music. Sometimes we listen to music to match our mood. So when we're emotionally feeling sad, you might go into your car and put on sad music. Yeah. And you just want some Jan Arden and we just want to cry for a bit, right? Yeah. Give me Jan. Yeah. Give yeah. me Jan. Give me something angry. <laughs> yeah. Give yeah. me Damien Rice. And yeah, literally. Like, cry. Um, sometimes we are angry and we put on some angry music. And yeah. what's happening in those people, when we use music to match our mood, 
uh, it's sort of an avenue for expression. So some feelings or emotions that are stuck suddenly are allowed to be expressed when we're listening to this oh. to the song that matches. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, and we've done this for a long time. We we don't we don't do this consciously, mm-hmm. but we'll be, oh, I feel like I need to listen to this. I'm, I'm craving this music, and often it's to match the moods the the mood or the emotions we're feeling. Wow. The other way we listen to music is to move our mood or move our emotions. So, you know, you show up at a sporting event and the first thing you hear is pumped up music, <laughs> yeah, right? True. Yeah. 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 You don't want to like go on to the whatever sport you play. I am not athletic. So <laughs> <laughs> go on to Sport the, ball. the yes. field court thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want to go out there and be like lethargic. Right. 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 And sad. And right. You, the, the music is used to pump up your emotions so that you're like ready to go out there pump up the jams right and uh so we use music to move our mood at funerals they they play a sad song to to like hey everybody this is a sad event and the music is almost ushering in the sadness yeah so um we listen to it to match our mood or to to move it yeah 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 and so there's huge benefits to that. It's reducing for the reduction of stress and anxiety, right? When we're using music in that way as a tool to understand our emotions. Um, other things, um, we talked a little bit earlier about autism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So kids with, kids with autism are very triggered by noises. They have a really hard time uh, communicating and socializing in the real world. And so the use of music, and particularly rhythm, it, rhythm is a repetitive Right. And um, kids with autism really like things that repeat. Yeah. Right. That's they're really drawn to that. Uh, And so we can really use music to uh, allow kids with autism to express themselves because there's a little bit of comfort with that repetition. Mm -hmm. Right. If we sing a song, they they know what to expect. We can sing it. They know the melody. Suddenly they're unlocking a part of themselves. that's really hard to access where there's creative expression because autism kind of like kind of forces them to be very logical so they can right. kind of get stuck yeah and, okay. and not be able to create which also affects them socially because you know they're trying to converse with someone and if someone is not being literal they yeah. can't right they can't yeah 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 so kids with autism uh they find great solace in music but it, that, it, can, it can't be too loud it can't be too triggering right, right? so they really benefit from the relaxation therapy mm-hmm. yeah yeah music that is moving their mood and making them feel comfortable and safe mm-hmm Oh, yeah. That's really neat, especially because, like, using ostinatos, I wonder if, like, in mm-hmm. the classroom, like, that might open up yeah. some opportunities. Kids I've taught with autism. Yeah. Uh, and, like, they're awesome, but they love ostinatos. <laughs> like, yeah. And anytime we're listening to them, like, Mystery Ostinatos, right? They're like, freak out. I'm like, yeah, yes. buddy. You got it. That's actually so heartwarming. Yeah. Like, just like the excitement. Yeah. 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 They, That's really sweet. They really grab onto that because the repetition really settles with them. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, there's so much. Oh, this is a cool one. I'm super nerdy about this. Can oh, you tell? 100%. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Please yeah. continue. I mean, we, we know next to nothing about it. So okay. it's, so. We're, yeah, we're loving this. Cool. Yeah. So uh, from a psychological standpoint, um, let's say it's it's stress or anxiety. That puts us into a flight or flight or a fight response, right? And that is all happening in a, a specific area of your brain, right at your brain stem. Okay. Okay. Uh, in psychology, we call it the reptilian brain. It's just like the very basic functions that you have: eat, sleep, run away from things that are scary, right? Mm. When that is triggered, the rest it like freezes access to the rest of your brain. Okay. okay. So there, okay. an anxiety. It's like literally all you can think of. You're yeah. like, I gotta get away. I gotta get away. I'm panicking. It's yeah. Like it's a, a loop. Yeah. Mm. Right. 
So music, interestingly, when they've done studies with people who listen to music and particularly engage in it, so active, right? Actively participate in music, every area of the brain fires. So, okay. yeah, so, it's, cool. so someone who's frozen in anxiety, yeah. a music, music, listening to music or better yet, engaging in it allows them to get out of that loop and into other areas of the brain. Yeah, so what, it's when like we're a key, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's one of the only things that there is uh, on yeah. Earth that that lights up that much of the brain. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, so huge benefit to that from a psychological standpoint. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. If we can get them out of that loop and into yeah. some other right, especially to the free, prefrontal cortex, is where we experience our emotions and our rational thinking. Right, that's like the right. furthest away from your from, yeah, yeah, your oh, convenient. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, oh block it it's like the last thing you yeah. get. Yeah. yeah, so music kind of like simultaneously just like poof, lights up everything. And that's it, cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Like breaks yeah, through those barriers. Yeah, and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, and so you can see how treating someone with anxiety, if you put something on that's calming or music that's going to really allow them to express or get out of that that loop i mean you're not going to sit down someone with anxiety and like put on heavy metal music right (laughs) Right. you're going to notice how they're feeling and match their mood yeah okay yeah yeah with me so far yeah oh yeah awesome that's cool this is great i'm taking in like tools for like my own to like relax myself i know me too (laughs) i'm like okay how can i do this in my life yeah yeah Yeah. and like you'll start to notice it in the world you go to a yoga class and the music matches the activity. Yeah. Right? They're using music as a tool in a yoga class to help you meditate and to calm down. The That's music true. is just yeah, as important yeah. as the meditation itself. Yeah. Right? And if you're curious, you fall asleep. That's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That did happen. It was just so nice and warm and cozy. <laughs> oh, did you snore? Yeah. Uh, yeah that's what oh. I, I woke myself up from snoring. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it was it wonderful. was a good day. Yeah. yeah. Shabazz yeah, Yeah. Nice. Um, should we jump to the next question? Yeah, go for it. Uh so our next question for you is uh if you could walk us through the importance of music in the school classroom. Yeah. Okay. So I was a teacher for ten years and a music teacher in particular for three of them. Uh and of course music was a huge part of my classroom. Like it, everybody knew if you're in Miss K's room, you were just singing the whole time. I was the type of teacher that just wore my guitar while I was teaching the whole time. And, That's amazing. Yeah. Just like yeah. Doing math. And then you're like, let's that. write a song about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like I alluded to this earlier, uh, marketing, they've realized that if we create a jingle about it, they'll remember our mm-hmm. thing. Right. Because music and memory, right? Because music uh, fires so much in the brain, it really helps memory. Right. Yeah. And when we're learning, we're using, often using something called working memory. We want it to become long-term memory, but in the in the moment with learning, we often use working memory to figure out a formula, and right, those are the things that help us do things in the moment, right? Right. Um, so music really, really helps with that. You need to remember a phone number. You can make a little song for it, and you'll remember it forever. Probably like annoyingly so. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So that it really helps our our working memory. So when it comes to kids, right, and if we're creating little songs for things all the time. That helps them learn. And and I think music play does a good job of this. They realize, oh, yeah, like these little songs really connect with kids. Because I used music play a lot. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, kudos you guys. <laughs> music yes. play online is a really good resource. Not yeah. a plug, but also a plug. <laughs> but also totally a plug, yeah. But also yeah. really sincerely it is. It's super good. The games, kids love it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would just like 
if it was anything, I just turned it into a little song and kids would remember it forever. And uh, that's so smart. Yeah. 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 Um, but not just that, I would start every day with music. So they come into the classroom and as soon as they got in and put their stuff down, they knew they'd meet me at the back carpet and we'd sing together. And uh, there's something very beautiful about the silliness that music can allow kids to have. You think naturally that all Absolutely. kids are really silly, but if they're feeling anxious, they're not silly. They're sitting there terrified. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 If they're anxious sense. or if they had a bad morning, or yeah. if they didn't get breakfast or mom and dad were fighting, you have no idea what happened to them before they got to you. And so starting with that ritual where we all met together and we sang mm. and we'd be silly together. Right? Yeah. yeah. The song I'm a little bit famous for at Gateway, that's where I was teaching, is The Funky Chicken. Oh, yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys should see me do a funky that. chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm doing neck gestures. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> that just like takes me back to like camp days. Yes. Like, yes. Every wedding. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and camp too. Camp, uh, and that's where Funky Chicken comes from. Um, Camp Silversides, but yeah, they really tapped into the use of music to bring people together as well. Yeah. Okay, because there's such a social aspect to, to mm-hmm. music. So we start every day with that, but then we'd also sing some serious songs, right? I taught at a Christian school, so we might sing some worship, whatever, and it was amazing to watch the mood shift. Yeah. We're being silly, we're being silly, and all of a sudden, everybody just calms down. Wow. And after we'd sing our serious song, whatever it was, our, our worship song, they'd be ready. Like, they were calm. They were there. They were attentive. They were engaged. No, yeah. Okay, let's do this. And we'd be ready for the day. Wow. Right? And so that was our ritual every morning and they knew it. Wow. Uh, eventually, I would give them instruments. So we're looking at active, right? Active therapy. So, yeah. okay. And and honestly, teachers, just having instruments in your room. Just have things available for kids to play with. Like sticks and stuff? Or yeah, like... sticks or little like kazoos or a little anything, yeah. right? And I, my kids would turn anything into an instrument eventually. And I just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. They would just like dump the blocks out. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Use that bucket. <laughs> yeah. I will clean that up later. Yeah. <laughs> just don't leave it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're expressing yourself, so this is great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just having – making – a space and having the yeah. instruments available for kids to start engaging in that music. Wow. And yeah, I mean, that led to a lot of, um, cause I got to teach for 10 years. I got to watch these kids grow up and how many of them continued using music to cope emotionally or yeah. how many of them pursued music in their own life to, to like, you know, an instrument or pursue singing or whatever. It's really mm-hmm. cool. That is cool. Yeah. And uh, 10 years later, I, my first grade two class is graduating this coming year. Oh, wow. So they still talk about the music in Miss K's class that's and how crazy. it was really important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably what they remember the most. I'm like, but did you learn to read? <laughs> yeah. Because I worked no, really no, hard you, on that. Yeah. yeah. What else did you learn? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Bye. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the classroom, there's yeah. just, there's so much to it. Um, yeah. Uh, you can honestly just, just starting your your day with music. Yeah. But also using songs to remember things. If they have to learn all of the provinces, make a song. Also online, like go to YouTube. There's like songs made for lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, those math songs. Like yeah. Whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what who it is, but we get it like uh, people suggest it a lot. And, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So. Like this isn't an, a new concept, right? Like, yeah. like songs help us learn. Yeah. Right. And especially knowing that it fires so many areas in the brain that makes sense that it helps us learn and get to that space. Uh, Lastly, I would say you need to make space uh, in a classroom setting to explore. So when I was an art and music teacher, 
I taught on an ABC rotation. So A day we learn a skill, B day we you know do a project, right? Uh, or A day sometimes we learn about an artist or a composer, right? Mm, okay. So making yeah, sure yeah. they learn some history. Right. Yeah. Uh, then B day would be a project, and then C day they got to explore. Honestly, they just sit down at a xylophone and start yeah. creating. Mm, that's and awesome. They got thirty minutes just to create. They could be by themselves or in a group. And then um, it's really important for creativity that it has an opportunity to be showcased. So to sustain the creative process, there needs to be the opportunity to show it off, right? And so part of C-Day was always the little concert at the end. Yeah. Right? So they had about 10 minutes. Whoever wanted to come up could show what they created. You guys, it it was amazing. That's awesome. I bet. Yeah. Wow. You know, by the end of the year, they were composing like legit things. Wow. Right? Because they had time to just explore. Right. And any teacher in music has a really hard time assessing. Okay. It's really hard to assess musical skill. And you have this curriculum and you're like, I don't want to fail this child and ruin them for life. Yeah. (laughs) Because they can't sing. Yeah. yeah, Because some people just can't. Some Some people just are tone deaf or they just have never. Or they don't have it at home. So they're they're leaving music class, but they don't have access to anything at home. So they're not going to get better at it. Right. Mm -hmm. But on C day, I did the most assessment ever because I saw the concepts we were learning coming into their creativity. That's awesome. Right? So if we just learned about the C scale and, you know, whatever, uh, one, three, five, and that's how we make chords, I'd start noticing that they were creating, composing things with chords in it. Right? Using one, three, five in a scale. Yeah. So honestly, I I, I cannot speak enough to the necessity to explore. Just giving them the space to, to play. And that's emotions. We need to play with our emotions too. And there, there'd be a lot of space for that there as well. Yeah. And I remember one girl, she composed lyrics that were really, like it was a narrative, narrative of her life. She was in grade five. Oh. And it was, it was really sad and really hard. And she was nervous to perform it. But it, like what that did for her, that she could stand in front and say, this is my story. And she made it like a little rap song. So she like had her friend throw down a beat. And it was like. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. It was cute, but also, but also like, whoa. whoa. But also, yeah. Yeah whoa like this girl just just like processed so much about her life yeah yeah wow wow that's incredible music in the classroom yeah totally worth it (laughs) do it yeah yeah yes and like we said if you aren't musically talented there's youtube there's places that Mm -hmm. you can draw in other music resources and still use them in the classroom yeah Mm -hmm. i actually wonder if we should jump to that question yeah um you guys asked me what music therapy tools there might be yeah oh yeah let's jump into that one yeah because yeah, that again. seems like a good segue yes. have you guys ever written a segue is that one yes. that's like little like it's like the yeah, yeah yeah it's like you like lean up. forward and it or like goes too fast goes and you're forward like, and like lean. yeah they yeah i was at west ed west edmonton mall once yeah. and they were like giving sample rides or whatever so huh. i just rode around how'd you feel on there just uh, it's kind of cool okay yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird because you, like, have no control other than, like, your feet. Yeah. Right? Like, leaning leaning a little bit forward and you just go forward or, like, whatever. Whenever I see one, someone on one, I, I get, like, major dork vibes. Like, I'm like, <laughs> 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 like, maybe I need to, like, address that in myself. Well, especially when it's, <laughs> like, a, a cop on a segue. I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. this whole... Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, really... Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll write a song about it and process my own. Yeah. And then come back again <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. Okay, and then you can okay. share it with us. Okay, yeah. Because as we learned, you need to showcase your You do need yes. to showcase your creativity. Things. Yes, it's your true. creativity. So. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> okay. 
I'm trying to like narrow down. There's so much to say about this. We can make this a full hour, but um, music therapy tools in the classroom. So we've alluded to YouTube. There's so much content on YouTube. And it's free. And it's free. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. There's probably any unit you're teaching. There's probably a song that's been made about it. Mm -hmm. Look into it first. Um, Huge part of my classroom was just dance. That silliness is really important, especially with kids. Right. But same also with adults. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. There's a lot of trust and relationship built in silliness where we're playful together. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I brought just dances on YouTube as well. And the kids think it's real. So just roll with it. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, I'm winning. I nailed it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Totally. Uh, By like grade three, they're like, wait. Hold on. They start freaking out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But there's, so you you can do a lot of that. Go Noodle is another one. Go Noodle has, uh, I mean, maybe some of the Just Dance songs have moves or songs that aren't really great you know might say some bad words or have some content that you're not oh, sure yeah. about yeah yeah um so i mean for older kids that's fine but yeah with the younger ones go noodle has some more like kid friendly oh nice uh movement options i actually brought in the wii one time and played just dance with my kids and i was Ooh. like you guys have to beat miss k and that's like, a blast yeah like full confession i'm obsessed with just dance yeah um, really <laughs> i play it a lot yeah and did like, they win the, i mean there's this kid that did beat me eventually oh. He, like, worked so hard. <laughs> he did practice at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he can come to me for therapy later. About that. That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, and I've talked about this before. Music play online. Mm-hmm. Uh, teachers, this is a great resource. There's so many games on there and so much content. If you have a day where you're missing, it's really hard as a music teacher to get subs, substitute yeah. teachers, yeah. because they are scared of music. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Or there's it's like an uncomfortable thing to teach. Like I was saying, music's yeah. very vulnerable, especially yeah. for those who aren't musical. They have this belief about themselves that they're not creative and unable and that sort of thing. So it's really hard to get substitute teachers when you can give them a resource like Music Play, where it's like, hey, just click on these things. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Right? And and the kids love The kids engage with the games. They like the content. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Yes. Music Play is a great one. Um. Yeah, simple rhythm instruments. Um, so for that engagement, I mean, not all kids are able to play the recorder. Mm-hmm. Like you know, once right. you start, once you start putting pitch, involving pitch, uh, you know, it can get a little dicey, especially with the younger ones. But rhythm, every every kid has access to that. Yeah. Whether they're five or fourteen. So just having things they can play rhythms on, simple rhythms, um, drum circles, right? That's a really great mm. active. And even as adults, I don't know if you guys have ever been in one. No. So no. cool. Yeah. It's so cool. You're like plugged into this thing together and you're like, whoa, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> right? And um, doing drum circles or rhythm circles with my kids was really effective. Yeah, it's a great tool. Okay. Awesome. And then C-Day, uh, right. which was the exploration, just playing. It's a really great tool. It's very simple. It's yeah. like literally like, hey guys, it's C-Day. Go play. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's like my favorite day ever. And great for substitutes as well. Mm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So for the showcase during C-Day, would mm-hmm. it be like, does everybody have to showcase? Or... It's a choice. Oh, it's a choice. Yeah. Yeah, because I could. I feel like for kids that are really anxious or really mm-hmm. new Nervous. to it, wouldn't they wouldn't, they would hate that. Yeah. Yeah. And it would yeah. do the opposite of what you're trying to do. Yes. And so if you're the teacher assessing, you can't necessarily always wait till a showcase to assess them. Mm. You're, I mean, hopefully you don't just say like, go do C-Day and then like never walk around. Right. <laughs> yeah. How do you work on my computer? No. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah. 
So during sea day, walk around. Keep an eye on what your kids are doing. Keep an eye on what they're doing. And that's, I mean, you can still see even the kid who's anxious and doesn't want to perform. You can still see those course concepts coming into play. That's awesome. Curricular concepts. Yeah. That's awesome. So did you notice in those days that by the end of the year, more kids were presenting absolutely like so like the kids that were really shy at the beginning Mm -hmm. were by the end like yeah i can't wait to do this girl who wrote her rap song had never performed before wow and all of a sudden came out with this like amazing amazing (laughs) jaw-dropping thing yeah Yeah. she was just nervous and then yeah it was probably like march she got the confidence to to perform it in march or april yeah so we were quite far into the year and she finally Wow. And she's like timidly like, Miss K, I'd like to share my song. I'm like, okay, cool. Thinking it's going to be like this very simple thing. Also, yeah. she's like, okay, Kylan, drop a beat. Right? You're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 And just full confidence uh, went out there and did it. Um, yeah. And then the complexity also grows too. So you start to notice there's uh, whether like maybe before there was just one of them kind of playing on a xylophone in front of the class. Yeah. By the end of the year, they're like composing with a group. That's amazing. Right. So, yeah. So there's like five of them up there. Because there's like, five of them up there. They're yeah. all holding different instruments and they have like little, little different parts. And, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So would that also be like the social side of like how yes. music brings people together kind of yes, too? Yes. Okay. I mean, the social side of music is really interesting. Mm-hmm. If we look at it in society... Right? There's anything from concert, concerts to bars to, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, music does bring people together. Yeah. But there's something very interesting about composing together. Mm-hmm. Right? And the way they were engaged with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, it blew my mind. Kids that would typically fight or typically have, uh, you know, academically really, really struggle. Music yeah. gave them the freedom, freedom to connect with these students on a level playing field. Right. That's so awesome. let's yeah. say it's, there's like a kid who can't read and then kid who's like a gifted student who like knows everything in a music classroom. They were the same. Mm, right. That's they, awesome. Yeah. On C day where they were just exploring together, they weren't any different than each other. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's amazing. That mm-hmm. is really cool. I want to do CDA. I know. CDA? Can we, <laughs> can we implement that at the office, yeah. maybe? Mm, yeah, think C-day. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just think about it and get back to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. of course, like, CDA only works, too, if you're teaching concepts to keep progressing them. You can't just right. do CDA every day. Right? Oh, That's why it was like, <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a C, not the A, right? Yeah. A, a and B are just important to get to C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was still doing lots of music projects. I actually had a project where kids had to create a jingle. So they had to create a little business and then they had to write a jingle for that business. And it was just like a simple, because jingles are simple, right? It's not like this whole full blown song. It's not as like, Mm -hmm. you know, intense or stressful for them. So they had to compose the jingle. I had to, had to notate, right? I had to notate it, everything. Yeah. yeah. So you start seeing that project, right? You start seeing it come through on C day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you have to put the work in to get the C day. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, were there any other questions? On Do we want to talk about that one? Yeah. I could talk forever, but like just creativity, creativity being like transformational and healing and for like self-awareness. I, uh, actually, that would be amazing. Could you? Yeah. Because yeah, okay. that's a, a big thing for like the social emotional thing that's happening right now mm-hmm. on, uh, I mean, the group, but also a whole bunch of yeah. um, people are trying to address it. And especially with the whole... Um, a lot of songs are not appropriate anymore. Mm-hmm. And then the, right. why is it not appropriate? Well, yeah. Why is it not appropriate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, because there's been that. like a whole yeah. culture shift, yeah, like, uh, everywhere. This is getting like psychology geeky, but Carl Rogers uh, was the first to sort of look at treating people uh, from like a humanistic perspective. Okay. So meaning that he's looking at them as a whole person, mm-hmm. right? That like that spiritual, emotional, all those facets. And his daughter Natalie Rogers was the first to kind of explore the use of the arts in treating people yeah holistically treating people holistically interesting and what she discovered was that creativity just just creating Mm -hmm. um just opened up these doors for people into self insight and self-awareness and uh you can hear this when people write uh my for and this is a, a tidbit about me personally but i got through my teen angst right as a child by writing music mm-hmm. yeah i'd get bullied at school i was i looked like a boy like hardcore and my name's cody so great times great <laughs> times my mom was cutting my hair like at like, like the caesar like you know the like oh yeah yeah what's <laughs> up mom she's like well that's all i know how to do that's why i give your dad <laughs> well <laughs> thanks cool, cool mom it's not panning out well for me yeah. so um, is that why your sister is a hairstylist probably or, yeah <laughs> yeah Hmm, never thought about that, but yeah, <laughs> that makes total sense. Bring that up sense. the next time you see her. Anyways, so I get bullied at school or whatever would happen. Um, and I mean, teenagers have a lot of angst anyway. But like songwriting saved my life. Like I would go and write about it or I would just play the drums if I was angry and I had like this, this outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And just the process of creativity allowed me to access emotions that I couldn't express otherwise. And especially for adolescents, they were really like jammed up, especially today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, social media and like, man, everything teenagers, the, the pressure on them is insane. Yeah. And their mental health is struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And so to give them outlets like music, uh, creative outlets like music, but also the arts. Um, I had a student, a guitar student who was suicidal and um, we started doing as we're teach, I'm teaching her guitar. I'm like, whoa! I think we just need to do a, a creative writing, like yeah, unit. Get it out together. Yeah, yeah. and um, she started writing music to like deal with her thoughts. She also started painting. So oh, she'd bring wow. me in these paintings and show. They were dark, oh, but like, but, but like beautiful, but beautiful. Yeah. And um, she came back to me like four years later, and she said that it saved her life. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So creativity, you guys, it, it, it unlocks. It just yeah. it gives you access, mm-hmm. right? There's so much uh, about our emotions we don't understand. And they just kind of like sit there and yeah. we have a body. We might like feel something physically like a tight stomach yeah, or our shoulders are tight, right? But there's so much that we just don't understand about that. Yeah, And being creative is a safe space. That's the biggest part. It's like no one's judging you yeah. Yeah, when yeah. you just get to write in your journal or play on your guitar. Or yeah. It's safe. Mm-hmm. And when you finally feel safe, you can access some of these things you're really feeling. And so uh, Natalie Rogers discovered this in expressive arts. So she started getting people to use any creative process, whether it was writing, dancing, um, you know, playing music, uh, for transformation, for transformation and actual healing. Wow. And it wow. Kind, of, kind of was brought through Ooh. self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gives me shivers a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Music is, music is yeah. so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, wow. That's a little bit more on that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, thanks so much for coming in today. Yeah. My thank you. Pleasure. Uh, like, actually, I'm obsessed with this stuff. So great. <laughs> great. This was a blast. Yeah. yeah. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah.
So yeah, thank you. So for those who are subscribed to Music Play Online, we are currently developing a social-emotional learning directory of all the songs on Music Play Online. Cody has also offered to build us a unit that will give teachers and students tools to heal and grow through music. Follow us on social media to be the first ones to know when the directory and the new unit drops. Thanks again for tuning in to our podcast, Music Minutes from Music Play, and have a wonderful day.